When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Well, that sounds like some excitement around Patrick Mahomes. That's for sure. We're Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. All right, let's go. Somebody's got to reveal themselves. Who's the person around here that thinks that Patrick Mahomes has become boring? Who's the one? Maybe it's not in New York. Maybe it's in Bristol. Who's the one? Pat. I think it was Nuno. Nuno? I did. Uh, no, no, no. See, Patrick's he's slick. Pat was the one that said this whole conversation about Mahomes and what we're trying to do is boring. Like, like we're just making up arbitrary numbers to try to justify how great he is. And it's just like, get over this, win some more championships, then we can have this conversation. The number that triggered this was Ooh. something that our sports and information team put out, which is a simple stat that is pretty remarkable. Yes, it's arbitrary. Yes, it's made up in terms of the the how you would look at the stat. But that's the way that every stat is. It's like, hey, let's come up with a topic and find numbers that back it up. Yeah. But this is the one that has triggered Pat, although he just blamed it on Nuno. Uh, if Patrick Mahomes wins the Super Bowl on Sunday, he would have three rings and two MVPs in his first seven seasons in the league. Six people across all sports, MLB, NFL, NBA, and NHL, have won three rings, two MVPs in their first seven seasons. Those people. Larry Bird, he was good. Pretty Guy, good. Guy LaFleur. Pretty good. Yeah. Bill Russell, I heard he was pretty mm-hmm. good. Mickey Mantle, not bad. Stan Musial. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, get me started. To, of Don't course, get I had to go there. Uh, Miss St. Louis over there. And Joe DiMaggio at Lies Sports Bureau, Bureau and uh, Sports and Information found that stat. Now, Pat, this has become boring to you. That no, I know. I never. I don't know. That's where we how got, it's built. I'm just. Yeah, I don't, it out I don't there. know why Nuno said I said he was boring. And the words boring never came out of my mouth. I think we're just jumping the gun with everything with Patrick Mahomes right now. This is an empty stat to me. This is like a meaningless stat. This is just us stretching. MVPs in Super Bowls? In the three championships and two MVPs in the first seven years of your career, that's just like an arbitrary number that we pulled out of nothing just so we could try to get him into the GOAT conversation even further, which he shouldn't be in in the first place. I don't know if it's trying to get him into the GOAT conversation even further. I think he's already in the conversation in terms of the trajectory. I think it's us trying to contextualize what Patrick Mahomes has been able to do with the start of his career. Like, it's literally unprecedented. The first six seasons as a starter, his team is in the conference championship game. Tom Brady didn't even do that. This guy's gone to four Super Bowls before his age 29 season. Like that, that is incredible. We haven't seen any quarterback do that before their age 30 season. Yeah, th- that's all great. That, I'm not denying any of that, but that that's, doesn't that's, make that's, him the GOAT. I no, mean, that's no. just like, but okay, no, so, so we're, pro- we're, we're projecting that he could win four more Super Bowls or whatever, or he could win none. Like, I just think that we, we want him to so badly be in this conversation that we're stretching to find anything we can. Well, who the hell else are we going to compare him to, Pat? Who are we comparing him to? Why is it? Michelle. Who are we comparing him to currently in the NFL? Michelle, why is he in it already, though? We just gave the numbers about people across sports in their but, first seven seasons. But if his career ended today, he's not the GOAT, so he's not in it. 
Right, but we're saying up until this point, we can only judge him based on what he's already done up until this point. He has been no. That's not true, though. You're not no, but you're not judging him. You're projecting that he's going to be great. You're not just judging him on what he's he's already done. Great up until this. I think he has been great. I don't think he's been the goat, and I don't think he's close to the conversation yet. Well, hold on. If he's the best that I've ever seen play, and I played against Tom Brady, then I, I think I can put some context around the conversation. Like, that's why I'm saying, like, yeah, this guy is on the go trajectory. We recognize he's got to add more accolades to his resume. But in terms of his overall ability, he's the best I've ever seen play. We made that argument about Aaron Rodgers like four years ago. And he's not yeah, the best Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers ain't done. He's got twice as many rings as Aaron Rodgers. And been to four times as many Super Bowls. Twice as many rings is two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's my point. So that's what I mean. It takes it a step further. And he's done it in the first six years as he's been the starter. So all I'm simply saying is we're trying to wrap our minds around what he's been able to do because it's so unprecedented. That's all we're saying. I don't think anybody's jumping out of the window. Nobody's saying if his career ends today that he's the greatest of all time. What I'm telling you, though, is he's the best I've ever seen play, period. Like, in terms of overall ability. Now, a part of being considered the GOAT is the longevity aspect of it. Of and that's what he doesn't have working for him, especially in a sport like football where we recognize the shelf life is a lot shorter than all the other major professional team sports that we watch in this country. And that's why when we're running down the list of all of those people that Stats and Information gave us about what they've done through the first seven years of their career, ain't none of them been football players. None of them. Mm-hmm. It was hockey, it was basketball, it was baseball. None of them been football players. Again, we're just trying to frame what we're seeing from Pat Mahomes. And then the other part about why we talk about him with the GOAT, it's because there's nobody else to compare him to in this era. Like, he is peerless. Besides Guy LaFleur, to be fair. No, no, but, no I'm, but saying, but I'm talking about there's nobody, know, there's nobody in the NFL that we can compare him but to. But you bring up such an interesting point. Doesn't that enhance his greatness that he's the only NFL player on this list? Yes, Pat? He would be. He would be because he's got to win the third championship. He's, he would be. Yeah. Yes, obviously. Good point. Yeah, so no, basically <laughs> is what we're saying because he hasn't done it yet. I, I mean, I very much agree with Pat. I think where, where Mahomes lands is in between the talent guy and the accomplished guy, right? The talent guy is, oh, my God, which is Rodgers, right? That was what was said about Rodgers forever. Oh, my God, he's the most talented thrower of the football I've ever seen. That just means he hasn't done enough, right? Mahomes has already done enough for an entire career, but the assumption is he's going to do more. So when you just said, I've played against Brady, and he's the most talented, or he's the best player I've ever seen, and then you had a caveat to that. Uh, You said something after that. Yeah, I said Mahomes is the best I've ever seen, but a part of being the GOAT is the longevity to it. Right, so there's the caveat of, like, there still is more to be had. Brady, you don't worry about talent. You just worry about the accomplishments are so ridiculous. Team, individual, for a long period of time, three different Hall of Fame careers. Where Mahomes is, is he's somewhere in between that, right? He still has more to do, which would be the talent guy, but he's accomplished like Brady, but not as much as Brady. Here's where I I would just clarify it a little bit. Mahomes is the perfect blend between Rodgers and Brady. Like there's been a, there was the debate Tom Brady and Rodgers who's the better player. Mm-hmm. Mahomes has elite talent like Rodgers. Like Rodgers. He An has elite accomplishment elite, like Brady. Well, not just the, I'm not even talking about the accomplishment. I'm talking about the competitive greatness. Being at your best when your best is required. We judge that based on rigs, but I I I I quantify well, I quantify. I use the term competitive greatness, right? Like Brady had that in spades. That's why he's the GOAT. Mm. Patrick Mahomes has that too. Like, he has that too. Like, the only people that he's lost, he's lost to Tom Brady. 
in the Super Bowl and in the playoffs, and he lost to Joe Burrow once. Like that, that's it. Like, like, like he has that kind of competitive greatness, which is why his team is always in the conference championship game and why he's been to four Super Bowls. Like that, that's the part that's that that is insane to me. So let me flip this if I could. He's on- he won an MVP and he won a Super Bowl in the same season last year. I feel like that perfectly encapsulates what Mahomes' career is all about. Individual and team success. There you go. He's on the trajectory to being in the GOAT conversation, but is not yet in the GOAT conversation. Fair? Yeah. Okay. Is his career a disappointment if he's not ultimately in the GOAT well, conversation? Well, here's the yes. thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. A, it's a disappointment. Here's the thing, and here's why I do think it's okay to have him in the GOAT conversation. You have him in the GOAT conversation because there are no conversations to be had with any current NFL quarterbacks. Who the hell are we? Okay, it's Patrick Mahomes. Who, who else is on his level? It ain't Lamar, it ain't Josh Allen, it ain't Joe Burrow, it ain't Brock Purdy, it ain't none of these dudes. It ain't, it ain't Justin Hurd. Like it ain't it is so so quite literally we have to put him in the GOAT conversation. There's nobody else to talk to him about in this era. Like we have to talk about Joe Montana and Peyton Manning yeah. and and Tom Brady. We have to because there's nobody else to compare Patrick Mahomes to. Yeah, the conversation has to shift. It does. When there's no one among, so that's why he's in the room. conversation, even though we acknowledge that there's more to do, more to add on the resume. Yeah. So, again, if he's not 100% in the GOAT conversation, by the time his career is over, we would say that the, the remainder of his career would be disappointing. Massively. Massively. You don't think so? No, I'm asking. Based on the way he started? Yeah. If he, Let's say he loses on Sunday mm-hmm. and doesn't win another one. Mm-hmm. Based on the pacing and the way that he started, that would, I think, be a massive shock and a massive disappointment if he never wins another Super Bowl. Because he's got every bit of talent and competitive greatness and has a lot of ra- around him. It would be very shocking if he never Yeah, I mean, it, it would have to be something catastrophic. Like, it would have to be so. like an injury. Like, it, it, there's no way that he's not going to. Like after he's shown us the consistency of being able to get to a, get a team to this level across different iterations of the Chiefs roster, like if it didn't happen, like like you would have to say that there was something catastrophic that interrupted the sustained success. Interrupt is a good word because there's nothing you can point to right now that would be a pr- something that would predicate our decision on our removing him from that conversation. No. Like with Joe Burrow, you're like, can he stay healthy? With yeah. Patrick Mahomes, what's the the thing that would negate you wanting to go. There. I would love to ask Joe Fortenbaugh this question. Like we have these NFL futures bets. Like, yes. like I mean, I'm sure with all of these other quarterbacks, like over under .5 Super Bowls won. And like with, with Patrick Mahomes, what would the number be? Like, I mean, it wouldn't be .5. Like you would have to put it at like 1.5. Probably. Like, like, like for the rest of his career, like I would want to know what the futures on that would be just because of what we've seen through the first six years of him being a starter. So there's a 1% chance that this could happen, right? At least one percent that he never wins again is that possible? Oh, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. That's what I think. That's what Pat and I are saying is that because there's a percentage chance that he never wins again, you can't put him in the goat conversation because there's a zero percent chance that Tom Brady doesn't have. Well, that's Super ridiculous, Bowls. though. I mean, to say, oh, because there's a one percent chance we we well, can't have the conversation. He may not do this. It is a possibility that he may not do it. It's on the board, but I also don't think he needs to catch Tom Brady in terms of the total number I'm okay okay with that, too. But there's also a possibility he doesn't get to the number that you suggested, which is five. Yeah. There's also that possibility. So I don't think that Pat nor I are saying he's not going to get there. I think what – I don't want to speak for Pat. What I'm saying is – I'm ready to have the conversation about what you said, which is 
when he gets there, or if he gets there, he is so far ahead of everyone else to be in that conversation. But he still has to get so there. We, so we can't have the GOAT conversation until he wins five championships? No, I don't think we can have the GOAT conversation for at least a couple more. But didn't we have that early on in LeBron's career, comparing him to Michael Jordan? This is what we do. This is <laughs> I know, what we right do. but it was ridiculous then. It's quite literally what we do. I think it's ridiculous is, is it ridiculous when he's now. the second best player in the history of the game? Is that I, ridiculous? I, I believe it is, yes, with those two guys specifically. I believe He's the it second is. best player in the game of basketball has ever seen. And I don't think the gap is, is close between one and two. But we're always going to compare one and two. Yeah. That's, how, that's what we, we do. We want someone to challenge number one. <laughs> and I don't think we have that in that sport. And I don't think we yet have that in this sport. I think we very but, well but, could. But we, don't, we don't have it yet. But, but, but you're saying that we could, which means that we can have the conversation. The fact that he's even in the could the, the, is the reason the, that's why, why we should can have, have the conversation. conversation. I think he's awesome. <laughs> I think he's phenomenal. And I, I, I never felt comfortable putting Rodgers in there. I never even felt comfortable putting Manny in there. I do feel comfortable with this guy. But there's just still a ton of work to be done. The belief is that he can do it, right? But we just have to see it happen. We're on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Super Bowl 58. Super Bowl Sunday means parties for many people. Not me, but many people. <laughs> Are you guys doing Super Bowl parties before we get our Super Bowl party draft here? You better believe it. I'm cooking, too. You're I'm hosting so or you're going on the road? I'm going on the road. Road because game. My, my place is not big enough. But I will be uh, participating heavily in the hosting because I'm going to be cooking for the friends. And I'm what making, are we making? sheep pan nachos and buffalo chicken dip. Oh, that sounds outstanding. Buffalo. Two of my favorites. That sounds mm. outstanding. What's the best thing to, to put in the buffalo dip? Is it, is it what kind of chip? Is it the nachos you're making? Oh, it's is obviously it like a the pita? scoop. The scoops. The scoops are great. The scoops are the best? You got yeah, it. With the chicken were, in there, you need built, something sturdy. They were sturdy. built for that. Yeah, yeah. quite literally built yeah. to scoop it I in. hate the flimsy chip that can't hold a lot of the, the accoutrements. Like, they can't hold the top, the toppings. Yeah, that bothers me. When you get the chip in there and it breaks in half, big bummer. Yeah, exactly. Because that's when it gets messy. The dip gets messy. It gets icky. People look at it. Eh. Don't know. I you take get a involved. scoop and put it on your plate, and then you get the chip. That's are you keeping you an eye on the double dipping, though? Make sure nobody no, she doubles just says dip. You got the scoop. I know, but you never know with some people, some gross people that double dip in there, put their fingers. I don't in there. think she would invite those people to That's her fair. Super Bowl. Double dippers? No, come on. No. All right, are you what, going are to five? Super Bowl party? Or are you are you at home? No, I'm going to be at home, and it is not my intention to have a Super Bowl party. But I'm only one half of the equation, and that probably is going to depend on my wife's decision or if we invite folks over. I have no control over that. What? I don't. 
But it's the I don't Super understand Bowl. why you're looking at me like because I got something growing out of my forehead. I, think, I don't have I don't have control over that. I understand in most circumstances that okay. No, in all circumstances. But it's the Super Bowl and it's your job. If you want to watch alone, you're you're watching it's still alone. A national and you know holiday, what she'll basically. say to me? Well, that's why you get up at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning to rewatch the games anyway, so you can do that then. Oof. All right, you're gonna rewatch the Super Bowl. Well, of course I'm going to re- I rewatch all the games that we're going to talk about, but I mean, I want to enjoy the Super Bowl, which is why I choose to be at home. And uh, you know, I, I agree have, with that. I have all of my snacks like I can order pizza from my favorite spot, Ruby Rosa, I can get my wings, you know, I'm sure the wife will hook up something. Are some you doing the best of? You'll do all of it. Wings, yeah, pizza, I, I, yeah. See, I'm a grazer. I like to graze. Like I got I got to have the desserts. I got to have the different things graze. on the island in the kitchen and and I just like to do a drive-by during the commercial break and pick up different things. How long will your Super Bowl food last you for the rest of the week? Is that like a full, like, you'll get three or four days out of it? Nah, I can do it for another day. I can do Super Bowl then leftovers, and then I'm left. I got to toss it. I then it's like, all right, it. give me a salad at some yeah, point here. Exactly, oh, exactly. A piece of I grilled toss chicken. It. Yeah, yeah. Like, like during it, like, I want to start. So my game plan is to base build early afternoon, so around <laughs> two or three. Because here's the thing. If you wait all day until you get to the snacks right before the game, then you'll fill up really quickly and you won't be able to eat everything you want to eat. So you got to base build. You got to have a decent breakfast and then you base build early afternoon and then you ramp up from there. It's like Thanksgiving. Exactly. You have to go it's, in with a strategy. You have to have a game plan. 100%. You can't, listen, if you go in there just loose and fast, you, you could find yourself in a world of hurt at the end of the Super Bowl. So you got to make sure you have a solid game oh, yeah. plan and stick to it. it was such a rookie mistake to load up super early in the game, you don't want to be lethargic by halftime. You no. want to be ready to get up and dance with Usher, you yeah, know? exactly. Well said. All right, now, uh, we do our ESPN power rankings, and we are going to power rank and draft ESPN personalities, Super Bowl parties that we want to be at. If they're hosting the party, who would we want to go to their party? That makes no sense, but you get what I'm saying. Smalls, take it away. Okay. I, I can't speak. First for me, my first overall draft pick in the ESPN personality power rankings, top three Super Bowl party host is Troy Aikman. Not only has Troy been there, done that, and can provide a lot of great insight into the game, but if you're sitting there with Troy Aikman and he's watching the game with you and talking about the game, it's like you're in the broadcast booth with a legend. And how cool is that? Plus, he has his own brand of beer. I know that the beverages are going to be on point. And To me, it just feels like if a quarterback is hosting something, they're going to pull out all the stops to make sure that everything is great. So I know the snacks will be great, too. So Troy Aikman, number one for me. Okay, good pick. I like the direction that you're going. Somebody that has familiarity with the big game in an intimate way. I'm going to go with the same logic. I'm going Desmond Howard, Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl MVP Desmond Howard. Mm -hmm. Of course, I believe Desmond Howard is going to have the vibes the way that they need to be. This is somebody that understands what the big game is all about. And plus, if you can get on national TV and have a Dave Chappelle reference, then you're good with me. (laughs) So he's going to be funny. He's going to be entertaining. So, of course, I'm assigning him being a good host for a Super Bowl party. Desmond Howard, my first pick off the board. All right, I want food if we're going to a Super Bowl party. If you're making me go to a Super Bowl party, I want good food. And my assumption is the great John Anderson, ESPN Sports Center from Wisconsin, will have an amazing display of cheese. Mm. I want as much cheese on everything. Give me the cheese and crackers. Give me macaroni and cheese. Give me cheese within sandwiches. John Anderson will load up on the cheese. So give me John Anderson. The next person I'm going to pick. I know he's not known for this kind of party. There are other parties he's known for. Other holidays, I should say. Give me Tim Legler. 
Tim Legler does it up big time for uh, Halloween. He's a huge football fan, obviously former NBA player and NBA analyst. Legs will absolutely have a great Super Bowl party. If he's deciding to host, I promise you it'll be great. Give me Legs with my second pick. I'm going with Jeff Darlington as my second pick. On top of being able to spin anything on his fingers like it's nobody's business, pizza box, basketball, you name it, Jeff can spin it. <laughs> uh, the word on the street is that Jeff throws a pretty, pretty good Super Bowl party. Like once upon a time, him, Michael Silver, and Carissa Thompson throw a Super Bowl party in Miami, and they had Luke on the ones and twos. Oh, okay. I mean, Luke, Uncle Luke on the ones and twos. Okay, well, that's Anytime elite. you can have something like that, that is elite when it comes to hosting a party, especially a Super Bowl party. So Jeff Darlington, my second pick off the board. And you would make him into the party clown. He'd have to spin things the whole I know that's a, an, an amazing skill of his. It's an amazing but skill. But CC shows up. Hey, thanks for hosting. I appreciate it. See that box? Spin it for the first quarter. Yeah, but I'm just saying somebody that's willing to make him, to make to, that, that's willing to be self-deprecating in that way knows how to have a good time because they don't take themselves that seriously, right? And Jeff Darlington, anybody that's been around him, knows that this guy is a ball of energy and fun. Jeff Darlington would be an amazing host for a Super Bowl party. Super fun. If you have Uncle Luke on the ones and twos, it's going to be tough to top that. But you know what's more fun than that? Winning money. You know what's more fun than that? My bank account getting bigger. Yeah. Which is why number two for me is our very own friend of me, Joe Fortenbaugh. I know that Joe is going to have the inside info on how I should place my bets over at ESPN Bet. And, I, and he's fun. By the way, we're going to show up to Joe's house. He's probably in a three-piece suit. He might look like he just busted through the saloon doors. <laughs> we know he likes to drink wine. Maybe not good wine, but the party will be right. Joe's such go. a fun guy. And uh, I know I'm going to probably make some money. So Joe Fortenbaugh is my number two pick. If you're Joe and you're going to give people betting advice upon arrival, do you charge a cover? Like, hey, pen, pay 10 to get in. I'm going to make you a lot more than no, that. No, it's just a perk of being no, a friend. No, perk of being a friend. Yeah, just exactly. If you're there. a friend of his, you, yeah. I mean, he's not going to invite you unless you're a friend. He's, I mean, he a, might charge it's not a business you guys enterprise, cover, but I'm getting order. him for free. Because oh, 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 we're, we're cool. We're cool. Okay. You're the friend of me, right? He tried to hit me with his car the last time I was in Brit- Bristol. Oh, a love tap? No, I was walking. <laughs> like, run me over. Can you have a love tap with a car? Is it, is it capable of having a love tap with a motor vehicle? literally had to stop. I'm like, jeez. <laughs> it's, a, it's a love tap. <laughs> I was just trying to say hello. It's a love tap with right. my motor vehicle. So it's back to me, right? Yes. Yeah. Swinging back to me, it's Greeny, Mike Greenberg. Mm. I, I hearken back to the beginning of the season when he hosted that watch party for Bill's Jets. Mm-hmm. Great crew of people that Greeny had assembled. Yeah. Dean Woody was there. Bubba was there. I think Dan Orlovsky was there. Yeah. I know Greeny's going to have the guest list on lock. And Greeny's an elite host. So he's going to be walking around, seeing how everybody's doing. He's going to be introducing me to everybody. And I also know that Greeny's the type of guy that would want everybody to leave having a good time. So I think whatever you wanted to eat in that department, he's going to make sure that it's there for you. So Greeny, number three. No doubt about it. And Greeny is a low-key foodie too. Oh, like he yeah. loves restaurants. Right. He's a foodie. He's a foodie. So he's going to have the, 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 the food, the buffet is going to be on smash. For my last pick, I'm going with SVP, Scott Van Pelt. I mean, uh, a DMV native, you know he's going to have the food right. You also know he's going to have the music right. I mean, the intro for Sports Center at Night with Scott Van Pelt, he's got a little go-go beat to it, so mm-hmm. you know he knows about that life. Like, Scott Van Pelt is always going to bring out the scars, too. He's a star amongst stars right. here at ESPN. So, I mean, you got to imagine that you're going to rub shoulder with, with some of the, the, the best and brightest in the industry, but also some people that are, you know, in other walks of life. So, really cool, uh, star-studded Super Bowl party and I'm sure that Scott Van Pelt will have that on lock. So Scott Van Pelt, my last pick 
for hosting a Super Bowl party. All right, my pick. Talking about hosting a party with stars, I don't know that there's anyone at ESPN that could do it bigger and better than Jay Williams. He knows music executives. He knows sports people all across the board. He knows ownership across, governorship across the NFL. He knows Pat Costello, who last time he was at a Jay Williams party was in a bush by himself because he was hammered and fell in the bush. (laughs) You get a little bit of everything. <laughs> there are billionaires at that party, millionaires at that party. There's Pat in the bush, Jay Williams. And there it is. Just saying. Coming up, a Hall of Famer, Niner, will join us to talk about Super Bowl 58 next on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l e c t r i c ebikes.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Niners Chiefs Sunday Super Bowl 58. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Joining us now, he's a pro football Hall of Famer. He is a Super Bowl champ. And, man, was he good along the defensive line for the Niners. It is Bryant Young joining us here on Unsportsmanlike with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen. Bryant, thanks so much for a couple of minutes. Let's start off with your former team. How surprised, if at all, are you that Brock Purdy led them to a Super Bowl? I'm not surprised at all. I had an opportunity to speak to the rookie class last year. And, you know, when I looked into the eyes, just talking to those guys, he was the one guy in that room and that rookie class of just among other guys. But, but in particular, this, this young man stood out to me. There was something different about him. And uh, that was before he even started. The season was young. And um, and so that was just something unique about this young man. He was poised, he was confident, he was sure of himself in a very humble way. And so uh, it doesn't surprise me that when he stepped, when he had his opportunity to step in the game last year, that he had the success he had. Um, and then, you know, a continuation of what he did last year. Unfortunately, he got hurt, but he started the season off good and he's progressed along the way. And it doesn't surprise me that he's got the 49ers in the Super Bowl. B.Y., I know it's the Super Bowl and there's pressure for everybody to win, but I I, want to look at this specifically on the 49ers side. Which person is under the most pressure to win? Is it Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, or is it Brock Purdy, the quarterback? You know what? I think um, that's a great question. Um, I think for a young guy, nobody's really given Brock Purdy an opportunity. Um, Don't see him winning this this game. So – 
in that in that regard, there's no pressure on Brock Purdy. Uh, I would just say Kyle being in this third Super Bowl now, people would make the assumption that you know the pressure's on him to win. Um, but you know what? Um, you know Kyle's been in these predicaments before. Um, it, it's not a you know, nothing new. Um, it's another game. Once once the whistle starts and, and the ball is kicked, it's another game. And uh, the best play callers, the best players. Um, how fast can you get this team playing together and eliminate mistakes and winning a turnover battle? Uh, that team's going to win the ball game. Brian, as somebody who's been there in this situation, if you had to give advice to this 49ers team going against Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, in the lead-up to this game, what piece of advice would you give them? You know, just just stay poised. You know, stay poised. It's a, it's a big stage, and you can't let this moment, uh, you know, be bigger than than you allow it to be. Um, it, it's, you know, everybody plays this game. You I play with guys that have played their whole career and never had an opportunity to play in this big game. And so uh, once the, the the singing and the fireworks go off, the music playing, and you see all the celebrities along the sideline, and once that all quiets down, you get locked into that zone um, and just play ball. It becomes another uh, important football game. This is the next and the most important game, and it's the last game. And so um, my advice is just have fun and, and enjoy the moment. We're talking with Bryant Young, Pro Football Hall of Famer, awesome defensive lineman, most notably known for the his play with the San Francisco 49ers here on Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. The Niners in our lifetime, and we're all late 30s, early 40s here, um, have all on that set have have gone to the Super Bowl with four different head coaches, with Walsh, Seifert, Harbaugh, and now Shanahan. Are the Niners underrated as a franchise historically in your mind? I don't think so. I mean, you know, you know, there's a standard that was created long before I got there. When you look at, you know, Ronnie Lott, Joe Montana, um, Roger Craig, uh, and even the catch and Dwight Clark that, that really uh, put the 49ers over the top. You know, it started there. And then the tradition and how the standard was set, it continued for, for years. And so um, I, I wouldn't say you know we're underrated in that regard, uh, but I would say that just in terms of uh, you know just the success that and how the team has been developed and each year has been con- really different, you know, among compared to the other ones. Um, there is a standard that we're trying to uplift, and there's a standard, you know, that's top-down approach that you're trying to live up to, and so in that regard, you want to you know continue to build and and uh, Every guy that steps in that building, they understand that, hey, you know, this thing has been 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 great for a while. How can I continue to add to it and make it better than I found it? B.Y., throughout the regular season, the 49ers have been the most dominant team in the NFC. They needed two second-half comebacks in the playoffs in order to get to the Super Bowl. If the 49ers don't win on Sunday, would it be fair to characterize the season as a failure? You know, it, 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 I mean, if, when you make it to this game, um, you know that it's it's you don't want to get in this game and lose it. It, it definitely is disappointing, um, and and having an opportunity to be, you know, going through some some ups and, and a couple lows, not too many, but the fact that they're in this game, um, you know, absolutely for any team, you know, getting into this game and you don't win it, it is a letdown. Every team at the beginning of the season. Their eyes are set on winning the Super Bowl, getting to the big dance and winning it. 
So anything short of that, when you have this opportunity, um, you just didn't accomplish the goal. Brian, we know how great Patrick Mahomes is and how much he elevates not only his play, but those around him in these big games. On the defensive side of the ball, in those meetings, in that those conversations about Patrick Mahomes, what are you guys discussing on how to defend him? You know, there's, there's the, when you have a quarterback like Mahomes, who's very athletic, uh, who's crafty, uh, he's great on his feet, he's poised. You know, when he steps back in that pocket and he doesn't see it, he has great coverage in the secondary. And so he has to now be creative, moving out of the pocket. So the moment he starts to scramble, the mentality of the defense is that the second play, within the play, it starts when he starts to move around in the pocket. So we have to have the sense of urgency, one, to try to, you know, contain him in the pocket and and not let him, you know, get to an open space and create something uh, down the field or run down the field with, and, and make it happen with his legs. So there's an understanding that with the mobile quarterback, you know, it's a two-play mentality. Very interesting way of looking at it. Brian, how would you look at Mahomes as it compares to other quarterbacks? How many quarterbacks historically would you say definitively are better career-wise than Patrick Mahomes? You know, man, he's had a great start to his career. The moment he's, you know, had his opportunity to get in there, um, you know, he was in the playoff and he's had success, obviously, with two Super Bowl wins and, um, you know, four Super Bowl appearances in five years. That's pretty incredible for for a young guy. Um, I would say he's on the right track to being one of the greatest to ever play the game. Right, Young, Pro Football Hall of Famer, spent his career with the Niners, was an awesome defensive lineman with the Niners, coached after that, nice enough to join us here today. Thank you so much for a few minutes. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, there he is, Bryant Young, joining us here on Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. And, of course, everybody is excited for the big game on Sunday. Tickets can be had by way of vivid seats, CC. I'm saying, Bryant Young, BY, grown man out there on the football field. Just going to go ahead and put that out there. But anyway. Secure the seats and the memories this year from Vivid Seats, your home for every dunk, every slap shot, and every stolen base. Vivid Seats celebrates fandom with unbeatable rewards like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. With Vivid Seats rewards you earn with every purchase, from buzzer beaters to walk-off home runs, Vivid Seats has a great selection and great prices on all the games that matter to you. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. All right, time to win some money. Canty's best bet. Walking down the field, y'all. Chasing that bag, y'all. Of the night. <laughs> I could choke the Minnesota Timberwolves for what they did last night because they choked away the game in overtime. Mm. I could choke them for what they did. We had it all set up. Anthony Edwards dropped 38 points. I had him at 24 and a half. Oh, we were good. All they had to do was win the damn game. Messed up my parlay. But we're going back to the association tonight. It's okay. It's okay. We're going back and we're going to get a win tonight, Smalls. We're going to get a win. You know why I know we're going to get a win? Because the Atlanta Hawks are on the road. And it's not just on the road against anybody. They're on the road against the Boston Celtics. And the Boston Celtics lost a grand total of three games at home. So we're going with the Boston Celtics by seven and a half at home, TD Garden, and we're going with Jalen Brown over 20 and a half points. Why? Because the Hawks can't stop a nosebleed. They play zero defense. So it's a two-leg parlay, Celtics by seven and a half points, and Jalen Brown over 20 and a half points. It pays out at plus 150. We got to get a win, and the Hawks are our slump buster. Let's go. Atlanta. I thought it was the Bulls last night. Didn't happen. It's going to be the Hawks tonight. Okay. He survived a terrible, terrible moment in our history. The most unsportsmanlike moment of the day. That was terrible. Was not a great look. All right, each and every day, we give you something different, something quirky, something funny from the world of sports entertainment, and in this case, the world of our family, our teammates here at ESPN Radio. This is from Freddie and Harry, weekdays 3P to 7P Eastern. Well, background. Later today, we will be heading to Bristol, Connecticut, to the headquarters of ESPN, where we are going to be fortunate enough to do shows at ESPN on Thursday and Friday. Mm -hmm. And it's not only us, it's a lot of our ESPN radio teammates from New York and all over the country. We're all converging and hopefully having a great time the next couple of days. Um, Unbeknownst to me, there are staggered dinners that are being had. And meaning that there are dinners for different shows on different days at different times with the head honcho. Well, okay? we, ha- we have different time slots. Correct. So not everybody can eat at the same time. Right. So there's one catch to this. Bubba and Cam, great producers from Greeny, hashtag crew, are kind of on an island because Greeny is going to be here in the city at the seaport doing get up and will not be able to join us. So what happens to the two of them? Freddie and Harry and, um, well, Bubba ultimately discussed this yesterday on Freddie and Harry. I don't know a bunch of the radio shows, the morning show, Carl and Joe. Harry's coming up, Amber and Ian, they're all coming up Thursday and Friday yes. to do the shows in Bristol, Absolutely. which is great. We love having everybody here. So, you know, we're going we're going to dinner as a show on Thursday night, mm-hmm. and of course, Bubba works with Greeny, yes, and Greeny will not be coming up. Right. Sad. So, Shannon, sad. Shannon and I, out, out of the kindness of our hearts, we're saying, hey, Bubba, listen, you know, if you're more than welcome to come with us on Thursday. Absolutely. If you'd like. And he was kind of silent a little bit about it. You know, he said he didn't really. And we're like, no, no, you can come for sure. Thursday around 8 p.m. Right. He said, well, I'm going with the Unsportsmanlike crew. Wow. Oh, wow. And, okay. uh,. Mm. I I was invi- I was invited mm. to go to the unsportsman dinner. You guys, were, you did not invite me. I was invited to go with them. I don't know what you. What want do you mean? Me. We, we just invited you, and then you disinvited me after <laughs> after I told you I was invited to go there. I, I didn't do anything wrong here. Listen, I'm not going to reveal where I'm not going to reveal where we're going and where unsportsman unsportsman like is going. Uh huh. 
Well, let's mm. just say that, you know, there's a little bit swankier, you know, the morning show. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not us. We're the, we're the show of the yeah, people, all right? I was looking we, you, that. You, I, may, you may have to eat with your hands with the place that we're yeah, going. Yeah, I thought I Bubba like would want to eat with shows. every man. That, that, that's just me. I thought Bubba would maybe want a, you know, a nice burger or something. With a name like Bubba, I didn't realize that he likes to eat his food with his pinky Look, up. we had just we were just <laughs> talking in the break, and, and Harris like, oh, I'm going to be there next week. If you can find a meatball sub, I'll pay. Uh-huh. He didn't even offer it. In, he did not extend the invite to me. He did not <laughs> Say hey, we're having uh, dinner next week. Do you want to join us for the dinner? Hey, where was the invite then? No, no extension. Well, the invite well, well then? Just, you just wait a minute, okay? You just pause for a second, Bubba. It's 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 not my job to know that Greeny is not coming up, and you aren't going to dinner with Greeny. What, what, does, it ma- what I, does it matter? How in the hell would Gre- I know that? What does it matter if I'm going to, with dinner to Greeny? Maybe I'm going with the Greeny, but too, you, wouldn't you like to see me? I'm going to see you when you give me my meatball sub. Yeah. Uh, when you, wouldn't you love to have me at dinner? I'm a great One, dinner Once guest. a damn day, Bubba. I don't want to see you twice. Once. Okay? Once. All right. So, so a, a couple of things here. First of all, why would Harry want to see Bubba, which is the most amazing part? I love that line from Bubba because yeah. he knew the answer was no, and he throws it right at Harry. <laughs> Brilliant by Bubba. Brilliant. I am fascinated by the scheduling of this. Mm. Because what I understand to be true here is Justin Craig, our boss, mm-hmm. has to now go to two dinners tomorrow night. We're the early shift, I guess, at the fancy restaurant. They're the later shift. Their show gets done at 7 p.m. Eastern at the lesser restaurant. I think we got to feel pretty good, and I don't blame well, Bubba for joining us. Well, hold on. If you're Justin, in that poor planning, though? Why not just well, swap it out and have them join you at the restaurant? If we're going to a fancy place, if you're Justin, oh, good you don't want to have to move, right? That's so right. if you're doing one dinner with one group, one morning show, one of the radio shows, then just stay at the same restaurant, switch tables, and do the dinner there. You maybe maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Exactly. Am I wrong on the setup here, Nuno? So here's the deal, though. Like, Justin is going to go to all these dinners, right? Like, right. Can't, uh, Carlin versus Joe, there's tonight. But the difference is there's a go-in-between those shows with Justin, right? Liam Chapman does a great job, but he oversees those shows. Uh-huh. So he has to be there on time. And Liam's actually invited to ours. Who knows if he blows us off or not? He but won't. Justin, he won't. He Justin, not. Love he Liam. Won't. there's better no, there. like, so Justin oversees the morning show. So he has to be at our dinner. So our dinner is more important than them going to, and they're going to a great place. We enjoy it, but we're a little more f- sophisticated than those guys. I struggle with the more important the part. Yeah, me too. We are the anchor of this uh, network. I don't care what you guys think. I will say this if I need to say this. Wow. We are the anchor. We so, start things. We start conversations. We get people going. So therefore, we I'm more of a sports center all night guy, but nonetheless, the fancier restaurant is what you're wow. saying. Yeah, why not? We have a super. Does any other show have a Super Bowl champion on their show? That's a great point. That's a great we point. We do have hardware on our uh, show. That's a great point. I don't Between know. Three I, of us, we got a Super Bowl ring. Oh, as a host, I was say as guest, Gerard Cherry, my guy, was on with Emmett and Q last night. But in, yes, you're a thousand percent right. So we, because you want a title, we get the earlier, fancier meal. So, sure, I'll take it. So the Giants beating the Patriots. <laughs> no, no, exactly. no, that's for you. I'm going this to the late meal. I'm going to the late <laughs> meal. But you know, you so learn, we're celebrating you the learn one other thing here. This is oh. not a show dinner. This is our show having dinner. Because it sounds like there's a million other people coming to this dinner that aren't a part of this show. Yeah. So it's not like this, hey, we're going to have this special show well, dinner. Well, who else other than Bubba? 
Bubba, Cam, Liam. Well, Liam is a part of it, but Bubba and Cam, who I love. Who else? No, no. Amber and Ian come with us before their show? No, no, no. It's just going to be us and then Bubba, obviously, because Greeny's not coming up to Bristol, let's be honest. So, (laughs) so, um, so they have to, we feel bad for them. They have to deal with you guys when you fill in, specifically, you know, Evan. They get the joy of working with us. I don't know about that. Like, so they have to, they work with you guys occasionally. So, say what you were going to say. You guys cut him off. He was saying they have to deal with specifically Evan is what he's well, saying. Well, you do the show a lot more than uh, by yourself and with Hembo than Akanti and uh-huh. Michelle. By, by the way, Hembo's not coming up, is he? No. Why are you laughing at that? <laughs> he said, he's a five-day-a-week host. Why is he not coming up? I want him there. Because he, he he's worried about get up. He can do what he does from afar. He doesn't host. Greeny does. Have you met Greeny? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love Greeny. Greeny's not going to function without Hembo there. He still would have Hembo. Hembo's done the show from home at times. Now that's a big storyline. Hembo's being left out. I don't like this. I'm sure like Greeny takes care of him, and that they go to yeah, dinner from I'm time sure to time. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. it's okay. Now how he's got fin- book money coming in now. That's, that's right. That's a great that's right. Point. Shout out to yeah. the new book. Uh, Just finally learned how to spell his name, but he got to cover H E M B O is how I would stop. I would stop after that. How fancy is this restaurant we're going to tomorrow? Just from a uh, dress code perspective, can Evan wear a hoodie and a jacket? Yeah, I think you'll be fine with that. Like, I I'm mean, not I wear that. He doesn't need a collar. Yeah, maybe work. I mean, if if I wore my Jordans, will I have a Killer Mike situation where they have security escort me out? (laughs) No, because those are expensive shoes. Right? (laughs) So I'm good. I should be good good. with the Jordans on. Okay, all right. So it's it's nice, but not like the fanciest we've ever been to. Correct. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Greeny, from here, not coming with us to Bristol. Coming up next, right? Uh, He's not coming up. Hembo's not coming up. What happens tonight and tomorrow with all these dinners? I don't know. We're going to find out. We'll see who's at our dinner coming up. The, uh, which is the most important dinner, according to news. Yes, that's right. We are on to Thursday. We're on Sportsmanlike. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.